0: So the big question is this,
1: how do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync?
0: That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Marriottpreneur Life Podcast.
1: Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go.
0: What's up, everybody? This is Awell Buckley.
1: And this is Sway Buckley. Yes,
0: and you are listening to the Mary Pino Life podcast. All day. And this is episode 26.
1: What's up, y'all? So what are we talking about today, Husband? Today
0: we're talking about scaling without sacrificing the marriage.
1: Yes, scaling the business without sacrificing the marriage. So this is the question. Is it actually possible to scale your business without sacrificing your marriage? You know, there's like Couple of different schools of thought on this, and we just want to come from our school of thought based on our own experience.
0: Yeah, so just to put a little framing on this, a little mm-hmm. definition to it, I know well enough that there are people who don't think that they have to sacrifice the marriage um, completely in order to scale. I think oftentimes we think, well, if I sacrifice the marriage or the quality thereof mm-hmm. for a season then the marriage will be better. So I think a lot of times, it's probably on the far end, people say, well, I don't care if the business destroys my marriage. I want to be successful in business. I'm sure there's probably a few people who might think that. No, I that. think
1: there's a lot of people who think that, you know, that's just the cost of being an entrepreneurship. Like, that's just what you signed up for. I feel like there are a lot of people who feel that way.
0: Okay. I also think that there's probably equal as many people who mm-hmm. say, well, I'm going to sacrifice the marriage for a season uh, yeah, until I'm, I get the business to where yeah, I want it to absolutely. go.
1: Absolutely. I believe, I believe there are a lot of people who feel that, way as well yeah it's okay it's for a season and it'll get better afterwards
0: in either case neither are true right well Uh, we're just gonna share from
1: our experience (laughs) anyway um you know i i can't speak for anybody else i can only speak for us and what we've been through so that's what we're sharing about today so we can't dispute that because this is our experience and our truth so
0: here is your uh here's what we can pretty much assure you that you'll get from this episode. We're gonna share with you how we messed this up <laughs> and how we've done it a little bit better. Yes. Passing our We're
1: gonna be passing on real strategies. Real okay. strategies, yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. So um we have messed it up, um, definitely. And I think we're coming into the marriage, we were already messing it up just with the mindset that we came into the marriage with. Like I was uh working as a I was a full time entrepreneur. Entrepreneur at the time while you were doing uh, banking, mm-hmm. and so you know I think coming from a single-minded mentality of you know you don't have anybody to be concerned about or anybody to nurture or really you have to talk to them at a certain amount of you know time you know we, we weren't married we weren't married so no I didn't,
0: we could just go for it yeah
1: just go and I was going for it I was giving it my all and um, I think actually I'm not gonna say I think one that's one of the things just to be quite transparent if you remember one of the real hard conversations we had before you even proposed was like, I don't even know if you would like be a wife because you're married to your business. And I was, but I'm like, who else I'm going to be married to though, bruh? Like (laughs) I'm single. So what do you, what do you expect? But at the same time, I believe you were really saying, was I even um, going or willing to sacrifice and change how i ran my business so i could make room for you in the sense of making room for us
0: right. uh, and
1: making that a priority and that's when i realized i really needed to show you that 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 we meant so much to me and um i was willing to to do what was necessary to show you that you didn't have to compete with my business All right but it took it was not an overnight thing it really took some time to um just continue to work on that but that's not the story that we were going to share with you that was Mm -hmm. like at the very very beginning before we even got married like before you know we got to um walk down the aisle well before I walked down the aisle to meet you there so (laughs) um okay so I remember when I got a pretty large contract um and I hired some help but I realized that I didn't Accurately estimate what I really needed from the help. So from the jump, um, I didn't even put the marriage into the equation. I was just thinking, okay, I'll just get some help. But I wasn't thinking about I'll get help to help the marriage. I was like, I'm gonna get help because I need help with the business. Not realizing that that was ultimately going to impact um, you no know, the quality of my marriage, especially during that season. But it didn't matter if I had help or not, and it didn't matter if I overestimated or you know underestimated just didn't do it accurately Um, because the marriage wasn't even like, the reason or part of the equation as to why I was doing that. I just knew I was, I was going to be in over my head if I didn't have somebody helping me um, really process the contracts that was, that were coming into uh, my business. And this is when you were still at the bank. We were married at this point, Mm -hmm. Um, but I felt myself kind of going back into that single mindset of saying, well, let's just, you know, get this money, let's make it happen. And not really even having a conversation with you with like, okay, this is what it's going to look like for our marriage. You know?
0: Right. I think oftentimes what happens is, is, I, th- I think that really sort of um, explained one of two things, either the motivation for getting the help in the first place,
1: right?
0: or, um, and I think you accurately said it, actually, it was just the underestimation of um, what it would take to mm-hmm. actually, I, th- I think intellectually you thought to yourself, you mm-hmm. know, yes, I need help for the business, but you yeah. thought that that help in the business mm-hmm. would somehow spill over into um impacting in a positive way I our didn't even marriage. think about
1: that though. I was even oh, that's didn't. what I'm saying. I didn't even include the marriage into the equation. I was just like we're here, like we're just we're living, you know, we're living life <laughs> doing what we had to do and right. this is just what it is in mm-hmm. the season, not really giving it thoughts cuz I just didn't know that there was even a- another way to think about it. And I think that's one of the biggest um ordeals when it comes to <clears throat> false beliefs. And that's what the biggest problem is, I would say, with um, married entrepreneurs, when um, the false belief, the belief that you have to sacrifice the marriage in order to scale the business. And that is so not true. So I only told you like one time or one side or one of the times, I would say, that I just totally jacked it up um, concerning the business, scaling the business and the marriage. And that was a great, you know, the business was doing really, really well. It was a great contract. Um, But when I think back to that time, as far as the marriage is concerned, we mm-hmm. were kind of just floating through it. You know, we were just kind of sure. getting by. It wasn't like bad. We weren't beefing. We weren't, you know, frustrated or irritable with each other. It was just like, hey, you're here. I'm here. What's up? Okay, how about your day? Okay, cool. Let's get, you know. And right. it was like no real color to it. It was no seasoning, no spice. Mm-hmm. And so... um, that was the first time. or that was one occasion where I just jacked that opportunity up. And so um, then, you know, I, I, I remember getting another opportunity. And there's some things, a lot that happened um, between that first one or the initial one I'm talking about and this other one that came up. There's a lot that happened. I grew a lot. I matured a lot. I really started looking at um, purpose differently and really listening to... Honestly, like what God would have for for me to do with the business, with mm-hmm. my business, my staffing firm, sure. and how to handle that, and what He wanted us to do. And at that moment, in that in that season, He had recently told us to um, relocate. He didn't tell us where. <laughs> he just said, "Get up, get out your house. Get up out your house." And I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah. Who does that?" And we don't know where we're gonna go. So it was like kind of this big. It was it wasn't a kind of. It was a huge transition. Sure. And um, it was right around that time that I got a, another opportunity, a huge opportunity for the business and it and I I realized that I grew a lot because I paused when I got the opportunity and I said hmm like am I really supposed to be taking this and I wasn't init- as opposed to just going after yes it. like I did initially and I, I didn't um necessarily think about the marriage like at the very beginning of it like oh my goodness I have to you know I don't know if this is going to work because I'm not going to be able to have time with my husband. it wasn't that at all it was more so like is this the right thing for me in this season Yes, I wanted to scale the business. Yes, I wanted to do that. But some of the things they were requiring or requesting of me, I was not, I was on the fence about doing. And I was like, and it wasn't anything like shady or anything. It was just, you know, the amount of time the they, were, they were needing, they de- the demand of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah. And that, it was just like the quality of life. And that's when I started to think about, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. Um, and ultimately I, you know, I had to ask myself about my own priorities and what I, What I wanted out of life and what I wanted the business to look like. Yes, I wanted to scale it, um, but I also didn't want to scale it with um, having like a watered down marriage. Like, who wants that, right? What does that work? Definitely. So um, I I turned it down, and I I didn't end up taking the contract, and I felt like oh in my gut because I was like oh that would have been so can't believe I just that that would (laughs) have been like so 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 sweet. But I was good because I felt like I made the right decision, even though. I had some physical reactions that were like adverse to the situation. Initial, <laughs> right? Yeah, initial. Mm-hmm. And you were very supportive. He was very, which was awesome because he could have been like, "Girl, you better go get that money," you know. Um, and which, not that we didn't need it. Which
0: has temporarily, which has been my tone and tenor, right? Many, many it's times. Many,
1: many times. Like, yeah. better go
0: to get that money. So the go. fact that I didn't, I guess that. Signified, I guess, a degree of growth in myself as well.
1: Yeah, but then I think when I told you like, what I was hesitant about, you were like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, mm-hmm. it's okay either way. And so I didn't do that. Um, I, didn't, I, I turned down that opportunity. And so uh, one would say, see, you just missed out on that. So it's not really you're not really, sacri- you're not really scaling the business because um, you turned down this business opportunity, but not hold your horses. The story is not yet complete. Would you believe, like less than 30 days after that, I got even a bigger opportunity, a bigger door that was like the largest yet since like then. I mean, since the the conception, I would say, right, of um, this this staffing firm. And I mean, it was huge. And so um, I knew that it was going to require, it was a huge scaling um, of the business. Like, (laughs) I don't know how many times over, like 10x the business, literally. Um, And they were um they they i guess i would say that they really were good with how i wanted to um how i what i was good with as far as like what i wanted to do and as far as the, the number of hours and and i could bring in help that fit they didn't need me the other contract really wanted me in place um and so i realized like okay and once we talked about it that was another thing we actually talked about it in the sense of what do you think about this i was good with it um, and you were good with it, and mm-hmm. it gave us that level of freedom to do how like to really live our lives and be that colorful, spicy marriage, and have that colorful, spicy marriage that we wanted to have. Yep. While still scaling the business, mm-hmm. um, and I think at that point you had left the bank, so you were doing um, some of your programs. I think with oh no, you had a contract. We were doing some uh, real estate stuff, mm-hmm. um, and so we were both you know doing our thing, and we had that we had. I I don't know if you finished that or not, but we had recently moved up the house. So it was, it was like really, really amazing. And so this is what I learned from this. One of the lessons, and we're going to share some more lessons with you um, in this episode. Just real life talk. Okay. Um, Sometimes you have to release what you think you need in order to make room to accept what you really want. So I'll say that one more time. Sometimes you have to release what you think you need in order to make room to accept what you really want. So in other words, release the lesser to make room for the greater.
0: So that was the whole
1: point of that story. And there are many other stories that we can um, echo echo that those same sentiments as far as like scaling business and even putting that work in to scale it without sacrificing there are ways to do that every marriage is different every business is a little different as far as the business model but we just want to share a quick a few quick lessons that we've learned and that we embrace um as we are still scaling like real time (laughs) right now Um, and our goal is not to sacrifice and that doesn't mean every season in the marriage looks the same and it's all like buttery and goo goo gaga over each other but um the quality of like the core, the core quality of what we're working at and working together in that remains the same and that remains protected. And, um, and and yes, even spices, maybe different spices in different seasons, you know, but it's still spicy.
0: Absolutely. And so one of the first things that we've learned to be um, have have seemed to work extremely well for us. And that is the lesson we've learned first is to barricade our marriage mm-hmm. um, by barricading your marriage. Um, That means you got to know what you want. And literally what Mm -hmm. you're doing is um, you're doing two things. You're saying um, yes to what can get in or what you will accept. Um, And you're also saying no to what cannot get in and Mm -hmm. what you what you're not willing to accept Mm -hmm. within the, you know, the the boundaries around your marriage. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, we can be very bright eyed and lofty in our thinking, even in marriage. And we talk about, oh, we want this or we see our life like that or we mm-hmm. see our marriage like this. But we never really spend time thinking about, OK, that's what we say yes to what we desire. What don't we want to happen? Right. And so sometimes we'll, oh, yes. and so sometimes, what happens is it's not till after something mm-hmm. has happened that you realize that wasn't good for us. That right. wasn't good for our marriage. <laughs>
1: right. So
0: as best you can, mm-hmm. you want to know what's okay mm-hmm. or permissible right. and what's not okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what you're going to prohibit from yeah. actually coming into the confines of your marital space
1: yeah and i think that's so important to have like i was saying before that core of what that is mm-hmm. because the out the outward layers kind of like a layer cake the outward layers are um things that may change you know mm-hmm. the secondary um, things that mm-hmm. you may say you want in this season may be different another season but the core that should remain the same and that should really be barricaded you should really protect that build, build walls around that build borders and boundaries around that bad boy so anything and in- um, that would try to come into that space, it's like a ding, 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 ding. You know, that trigger, like you're trying mm-hmm. to go out the store and they left the tag on it. You know,
0: exactly the, what is it
1: called? The metal, you know, the te- yeah, detector. The,
0: the anti-theft. Yeah, that mm-hmm. thing. So
1: yeah, that's something that's coming in that's trying to steal something from the core of your marriage. You want exactly. to look at it like that. So yes, definitely barricading your marriage. Know what you, you barricade it by knowing what you want and not going off of what somebody else wants for their marriage, but just like, totally. so, what do you two want that looks, what's going to be good for you all? And then the second thing, Quick lesson that we've learned and are learning through this is really how important it is to intentionalize. If that's even a word, is that a word? Intentionalize? I, it is right now in this podcast, sure. um, episode 26 sure. of the American New Life Works podcast. For me. Works for me. It is officially <laughs> a word. We're going to intentionalize. Um, your business. How 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 do you intentionalize it? Well, you become very intentional about everything concerning your business because time is super short. And in order to um, optimize the time that you have and to really capitalize on your relationships, on your knowledge, on your skill sets, on your strengths within your business, you have to have intentionality great intentionality with great structure and even have boundaries around that which also let me just give you a quick illustration of what that can look like that can look like when you're doing something uh, one of the tasks that you have on your to-do list or one of your, your goals your wins for the day and you're working diligently on that, and then your, you know, uh, your phone goes off, and it's one of, you know, your boys or one of your girls, and they just want to say, hey, they're just texting you about or sending you a crazy meme that they found. Like sometimes my husband will send me some crazy stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Anyway, <laughs> I digress. So that's um, something that you have to be aware of to barricade your business, even in that times. Like um, I said, barricade your marriage early, but also be intentional and barricade your business because it's going to be um, how intentional you are in your business that really gives you the freedom after you finish those things or maybe some things don't get finished and you just have to move it on over to the next day Um, but that gives you the freedom to have that whosah time with your spouse and your family because oftentimes um, I know how I'm wired when I don't complete something I feel like my mind is still there even if I'm at home with you or if I'm like trying to have dinner or trying to cook dinner I'm still busy thinking about that because I didn't complete it but there's a thing that needs to happen when you intentionalize your business you also need to have a wind down routine and that's probably we can do for another episode but um you need to have a way to shut it down and 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 really be present with those who you're with and that is so like Probably uncommon and unpopular today, but it, it's so necessary for rich, deep relationships, especially with your spouse. I mean, come on now. So you want to know what do you, what do you want in your business, just as much as you need to know what you want in your marriage and how they needs to look and who you need to bring on to get that, that thing done.
0: And the third thing we've really picked up and realized is how important it is to actually build your team. Now, that's yes. a very interesting thing. That doesn't just mean hire your team, mm-hmm. but you also got to make sure that you're building the team that you've hired, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it may start, you know, with just the two of you, but it's interesting something that, you know, um Alex Sharfman actually says is mm-hmm. um if you don't hire a VA, mm-hmm. you are one. That's And truth, so yo. um it's, it's so true. so important cuz it can take you 8 hours um or yeah. someone else a fraction of the time mm-hmm. um to do what you need to get done in your business. So, you know, what is that time actually worth to you? Yeah. You know, so so you want to hire someone who um who will actually make you money and, and, <laughs> or help you in that. Yeah. And that is what we are transitioning into next actually. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a new concept in its approach because, um, I mean, it just makes total sense. And again, I just want to highlight, you, you know, building your team doesn't mean just hiring them, but it's also building them. And by that, I mean, um, you're going to yeah. have to spend a moment. I mean, even as we've done with VAs, you know, you got to spend a moment sort of coaching them on what your little nuances are, what your desires are, sort of how you work in, because every time you hire someone, you're actually integrating them into the culture yeah. and it's ultimately that culture. And it could be a culture of respect of your family time, respect of your mm-hmm. um, off hours, your off peak hours, etc. They need to know how to navigate all of that while at the same time being productive and getting accomplished what they've been hired to do. But that's all going to come back on you establishing mm-hmm. that tone and your level of leadership in that. So you don't just hire them because if you hire them and you don't build them, there'll be expectations that have not been met. And then there'll be disappointment. And then they'll probably put you back to where you were when you didn't have a VA, quite possibly. Yeah, I've been there And so <laughs> you just want to make sure that you're building them, building you. And ultimately, um, that's going to help um, your business grow. And yet insulate your business, your marriage Mm -hmm. from, um, that's a good word from overreach in the business because if the business can consume your marriage, it will,
1: it will. And y'all know it will, it will, it can, and it will, Mm -hmm. if you don't, if you allow it, if you, that's exactly what I was about to say. If you don't have systems and boundaries in place, but sometimes people say, you know, well, how, what does that really look like? And how, how can that really be done? Um, if you have so much that you just really enjoy doing. And one of the other things, bonus to this, a down, I would say a downfall. I don't really say a downfall, but downfall when it comes to how hard it is or challenging it is, but not really a downfall when it comes to actually doing it. When you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And so it's hard to turn that bad boy off because you're like, wait a minute. I just want to finish this. I just want to do this one more thing. And you know, and you just want to take that in. And the next thing, you know, you look up and it's like two hours later, like, man, ah, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's important to change the, the beliefs of, of what we're what we're thinking as we're going into deeper into scaling our businesses and and, and sacrifice without sacrificing our marriage. That's a huge one. So um, if you don't have a, a structure in place of what you want your business and your marriage to look like, my question is this. How will you know if your efforts are even aligned if there's nothing to be aligned to? How will you know? So you have to have a structure. You have to have a, start off with the desire of what you even want it to look like. And you'll begin to see um, what steps of intentionality you need to take, both of you need to take, Little steps at a time make a huge difference in order to get to where you want to um, go to. So if you all are like, okay, this this is cool. This makes sense. I didn't realize this is actually a thing. I'm so glad. We are so glad to bring this to you. <laughs> we are so glad to bring this to you. And if you already knew that, it's a, that this is a possible thing, that that's great, kudos to you. Either way, if you all are looking for more systems and structures to put in place um, to make sure that you're able to scale your business without sacrificing your marriage, um, you can go ahead and get... Our, our our five pillar process that we created, totally free. To suffice that process that we use um, to help us, and we wanted to use it to help you all as you are are scaling your business without sacrificing. That's exactly what we use on a literally a daily basis. We just did our quarterly. Um, tra- what do you call it? Quarterly um, meeting. meeting today mm-hmm. for the rest of the year, and we also in the same day <laughs> because we didn't do it last week. Our monthly. Our and then and our, our oh Lord, come on. But guess so we've what? We've been in Isn't meetings a, all day. We've been in meetings, our executive meeting. We are the executive team right here for Married for Newer Life. So whatever you have to do to put the systems in place, do that because it is well worth it at the end of the day to have um the business that you desire and the marriage that you love. That's what it's all about. So if you have not gotten your your free download, your free step-by-step um instructions on how to do that, go get it. It's at www dot the five as in the number five the digit number five the5pillarprocess.com, the 5, the five All right, peace out, y'all, and we'll see you on the next episode.
0: Yes, yes. Hey, by the way, don't forget to subscribe.
1: Oh, yeah, let them know.
0: Write us a really cool review. Do
1: that, do and that. And give
0: us an ultimate rating.
1: Oh, there you go, husband. I like that word, ultimate rating. All right, y'all, peace
0: out. Want more winning tips for your married preneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Married Preneur Life Quick Start Guide you can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life,
1: Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses, as well as help countless maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.